Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's 930 in 716. Something different on the podcast. A peek into the future of radio. I think I see radio splitting into a couple different fields. And news. Fake news is only real if we let it be real. Through the eyes of two inquisitive and promising students at SUNY Fredonia. I'm Tim Wenger on the podcast, powered by the Brothers of Mercy, a five-star rated skilled nursing residence offering affordable living in a country setting. Our director of production here at Entercom Radio wears another hat, Todd Brody, is also an instructor at SUNY Fredonia, teaching young minds in their communications program, The Art of Radio Programming and Production. He shares his wisdom, his talents, and on occasion he brings in other industry folks to offer their experiences. Well, that's where I come in. Last night I went west on the thruway and visited with the students in Todd's class. We talked a lot about radio, media, the audio industry, podcasting. And while I offered them a lot of input and insight on where things are, where they may be going, I wanted to hear from them. What's on their minds? Where do they see all of this going? I definitely, I always think it's interesting to talk about AM radio because as a like younger audience, it's not something I'm particularly experienced with. Me too. Well, really any radio. That's the pleasant voice of Harper Horton. Sounds like a great radio name, right? How about this one, Dylan Jock? Seriously, Dylan Jock, another great radio handle. After class, I held both of them after. Probably not the best thing to do to students at a once-weekly night class. Well, Harper continues our discussion. Like My dad listens to the Yankees games on AM radio, and that's about all I was exposed to it growing up. So it's always interesting to hear about the different ways that it's being utilized, and especially um, because I work at the college radio station here, and that's a music station. So hearing about talk radio is also interesting because it's outside my normal lexicon of experience. And the way I look at it and is I don't think of it as an AM radio station. I just think it is, it's just a radio station. It happens to be on the AM dial, and um, but that, that's a perspective that we talked a little bit about in the class, and it's, it's interesting that that's one of your takeaways. Uh, Dylan, how about you? Well, I'm very hardware-oriented when it comes to technology, so I was just fascinated by all the gizmos you brought out to show us, like the, uh, the Lucy phone dongle thing that you could use to – like I'm wondering how that works. Like do you have an ingest server that you like, can like, broadcast to so you can go on the air from your phone like anywhere you are? It's just really interesting. You can just connect to the Internet and you're on the air as long as people at the station know. And, yeah, I wrote down the names of like all your little toys you had. All right, so first of all, I'm I'm impressed that the other day was the first day when that little adapter wire, I'll call it on my Apple iPhone, it broke, and someone in our newsroom called it what you just did. You called it what, a dongle? A dongle, yeah. Yeah, that's just, that's the name for it. Everything's got a name. 
Wait, is that the real name? That's the name. Yeah, that Wait. is. It's called a dongle. And I was also fascinated by your mustache. Oh, thank you, thank you. Do you want me to describe my mustache for the audio? <laughs> Absolutely. For the audio Go for it. It's about a uh, three inches on either side. Handlebar mustache curled. It's nice. I've had it for. I've been growing it since 2013. It's like my signature. All right. I think you'll probably. I, all, everyone listening will probably see it someday when you you're famous and you you go go beyond podcasting in, in and radio. I am in a very in a very limited circle. I am famous. So, I, I, I yeah, I do. Tell me about why you're famous. Oh, just anyone out there, just search uh, SGDQ 2014 cringe and you'll see me. And that's all <laughs> I'll say about that. All I, all I want to say. All right. We talked a lot about, from my perspective, about media, about radio. Um, I want to get your perspective because you're the future. Um, you know, you two uh, are part of the, part of a class. It's you know, you're going to graduate and you're going to go out there and you're going to do do whatever it is you want to do. And and I did that was one of my messages tonight. You can do anything you want to do. Um, where do you see this all going? Where do you see radio going? Um, uh, I think I'll start with you, Harper. I think I see radio splitting into a couple of different fields. And for me, it's general broadcast. And then for um, the other aspect would be podcasting. And I think that that's still a part of radio, just in a different way. So like broadcasting, everything, all these technological things that we were talking about, you know, we're always striving to do better things, but it all comes down to better ways to get your uh, signal on a broadcast and out there the way that it always has been. Whereas you have podcasting, which is you, a lot more production heavy and you get to edit things um, more easily. And also you get to explore kind of different fields. So like um, my favorite podcast to listen to are audio dramas, which is not something you see in traditional radio as much anymore, which it might be a way to bring that back to traditional radio is starting in this place where it can be more easily edited and maybe you can do like a live audio drama. So in my world, I would hope you get in a car or you wake up and you have this great radio by your bedside or in your dashboard and you click WBEN, right? You don't really care where your content comes from, do you? You just care that you get good audio, what you're looking for. You don't you don't necessarily care where it comes from as far as a station or um, – You'd, you'd rather just – I mean, you seek out the content you want. I wouldn't say I agree with that. I care a lot about where my content is coming from because it has to be a source that I trust. It has to be like um, – every source has its own different style. It has to be a style that I enjoy listening to and things like that. And But the trust thing is a really big one, especially in – when we're talking news content, there's a lot of sources that are completely untrustworthy or you know that you're not getting – the whole story or the best research story that you could. So you want to find these sources that you know are going to give you the best content that you possibly could find. Dylan, how about you? Uh, you know, where do you, where do you see this whole radio or audio content thing going? I mean, the thing people say, you know, video killed the radio star. I don't know if that's necessarily true. If anything, I feel like now the opposite is true. And I feel like, like visual media is sort of getting eaten alive by the internet Whereas the radio is not going anywhere. It's like a terrestrial thing that it just exists as like waves. So I don't, I definitely don't see radio getting smaller. If anything, it might get larger, but it's never going away. Um, as far as podcasting, I feel like podcasts serve the niche of being niche, whatever your particular interest is. Like for me, I like pro wrestling. I listen to the wrestling observer radio podcast every week. It comes out like three times a week. I listen to it every time. Never miss an episode. 
But that's because I know that they know what they're talking about. I need to know that whoever I'm listening to is an expert in the field. I don't really care beyond that, like where it comes from. I know where it comes from. It comes from the site and I pay for it. It comes from iTunes. But um, the source is important. And hmm. I feel like for everyone's particular interests, that's like there's a podcast for it. Like you were talking about this sailboating, like this boat racing podcast that you enjoy. How niche is that? That's very precise, like targeting. Like you are that audience, and just as I'm the audience for Wrestling Observer Radio. But what you, I got to stop the <laughs> wrestling thing. I'm surrounded. <laughs> I'm surrounded in our newsroom by young wrestling. Brian Mazarowski, you know, who who might be listening to the podcast. Um, Mike Baggerman, one of our reporters, wrestling freaks. And here I come all the way down to Fredonia, and I find another one. I don't know. It's here, I mean, when, like, only 90s kids will get this, but wrestling used to be huge. It used to be, like, the absolute dominant, like, thing that kids, like, uh, young boys, like, 12 to 16 watched. That died. Like, WWE lost like a hundred percent of its viewership it went it went it used to be like number one in 16 males and now it's like its audience is like 50 year old males somehow but um my generation like the people who grew up watching it and stopped all of a sudden like in the internet age it's cool again and like it's like a secret club that everyone's kind of in on (laughs) It's not so secret anymore. I'm telling you that. There's a lot of – I seriously am surrounded by people. So it's funny you, you bring that up. I want to talk to you both a little bit about what you want to do. Where do you see yourself going? Um, you know, I'm at the, the twilight, I suppose, of, of, <laughs> of my career probably. Um, maybe sooner than, than I even know. Who knows? But uh, I want to talk to you guys about what it is you think you want to do or what you think you may end up doing. Um, Harper, what do you, where, where do you want to go from SUNY Fredonia? Um, I'd love to get into radio. I mean, I'm in the class for a reason, but I am definitely, I skew less towards the on-air side of things. I'm, I don't think, I, I don't like mind my voice, and but I'm just kind of over putting myself out there in that sense. I, that was, it's kind of the entry level way to get into the radio station on campus here is you get a show on air. And I did that for a few years and now I'm kind of over it. I'd rather get into the production side of things. I'm a, uh, I was a producer for one of our big talk shows for a year and a half and I really fell in love with that. Um, I'm in a management position, I'm the news director. And so I'd love to do something more management oriented like that. I'd like to stay in news as opposed to switch over into music because um, news and talk content is much more my kind of area of interest as opposed to the more like music oriented shows that we do. So I just love to get something even remotely in that area and then kind of go from there and see where it takes me. Well, get your resume together while I talk to Dylan, okay? Because you've you've got a lot of assets that uh, that I'll be looking for. Dylan, what do you want to do? What do you what do you uh, want to get out of Fredonia and uh, and uh, fly away with? Well, um, I love doing live audio. Whatever I end up doing, I'd prefer it to be live. Um, I like mixing. I'm the I'm in sound services. I'm the equipment manager here at Fredonia's Sound Services Club. Um, I like looking at something and saying, I need this to be louder. I need this to be quieter. I mean, I don't know. I don't like, I'm not a big music guy. So I'm, right now I'm looking more into, into television, ironically, because I just said it was dying. But um, that's what I like to do. I like to be behind a board. I like to be miking things. Um, I like to know how the things work. And I just, I want to be, 
I aspire to be a cog in the machine, but I want the machine to break if I'm not there. Fake news gets thrown around a lot, okay? <laughs> we only have a couple minutes, but I, I just some perspective from you. I deal with it a lot in, in what I do. Um, I hopefully don't produce it, but uh, it's, it's one of these things that just gets, I think, tossed around a lot. Um, is, is, this is a really weird question. Is fake news real? To a certain degree, I'd say yes. I think it's a buzzword that gets thrown around to scare people. And more often than not, things that are called fake news isn't. But you also have to be aware that there are people who are, you know, doing things like framing and agenda setting and things like that, where they're twisting a narrative to suit their own purposes. Or there's even things, you know, where it has been true, where like um, Facebook had a lot of problems during the election season where people were writing completely fake news stories and you that's one of those things where you just you have to pay attention to the source it has to be a source that you trust that you know you have to double check and see are there other people talking about this and just make sure that you don't believe everything you see or hear immediately just look further into it interesting what do you what do you say dylan but when i when i say fake news you say <laughs> fake news is only real if we let it be real. That's what I think. I think f fake news is a term that a certain individual we all know very well used to discredit a certain news organization that may or may not be liberally biased. He's, he's calling it fake. He, I spoiled the beans, we all know who it is now. <laughs> they, they, like fake news is a term used to convince people that like criticisms toward the president are wrong like that is what fake news is but um me personally i don't get fake news because i don't really subscribe to any you know traditional news outlets the way i get my news is if i hear about it and i'm just i follow a lot of like various not necessarily news outlets so if i hear about it from them it's probably you know happening I do my own research, basically. <laughs> Nothing fake about these two. That's Dylan Jock with Harper Horton in Todd Brody's radio programming and production CM456 class at SUNY Fredonia. I'm feeling pretty good about the future. Back tomorrow. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.